Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Lundy Gras edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, and we start off our show with a prayer in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, thank you for another memorable year of, of playoffs, uh, uh, some exciting games, exciting uh, experiences. A lot of these uh, girls and boys uh, got a chance to uh, um, relish in, and uh, we pray that this show will be able to uh, accentuate that, and also that... Uh, the state finals coming up this week would be just as uh, marvelous. Uh, we ask all this in your son's name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, y'all. It's state championship week. And uh, it doesn't get better than this if you're a high school person. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Maybe sometimes too big of a deal. Uh, I've uh, actually had a really, really good interviews for you tonight. And, and I'm starting to really realize that, that look... Only eight teams are going to win the state championship. <clears throat> like in basketball, there'll be 13 per gender. And uh, uh, the, the, it's the journey that really, really matters, okay? And uh, uh, it's really important. There's a lot of us who are champions. One of my best teams never even made it to the playoffs. And I'll never forget that team, my 1994 Brother Martin team. And I still have a, a plaque they gave me that's sitting as prominently as my state plaque. So uh, it's a... It's a it's something, you know, but the state championship is definitely exciting. I'm not going to say it's not. Anyway, everybody, tonight's show is brought to you by Russell's Marina Grill. Uh, they're on the lakefront, okay, and uh, they are have been a supporter for us forever. They're on 8555 Pontchartrain Boulevard uh, in New Orleans, okay. Uh, you can find them on the, on the Internet very easy by just typing their name. And uh, when you go to New Orleans to eat, you expect to eat something special. And every one of their meals just is outstanding. There's nothing plain or ordinary about them, even if you're just getting a waffle. Okay, the waffles are not just handed to you like a, like on a on a platter. I mean, they're, the, the food is decorative, and, and the aromas will just floor you away. And, man, uh, they have a barbecued shrimp and grits uh, breakfast that uh, – that that looks like just amazing okay i mean so it's not just your they have some normal breakfast food okay you want you want to just get an egg uh now with the bread and grits yeah you can get that but why not get it with alligator sausage or uh or organic spinach and uh uh and avocado and uh man they, they just uh the pablo special coach pablos of course was the head coach at mount carmel for years um his special is two eggs, two center cut pork chops, choice of bread, choice of grits, hash browns, a French fries, and a fresh fruit salad. Aren't you hungry now? <laughs> okay. Anyway, they're open. They have this breakfast served every day. Okay. Uh, from Sunday to Saturday, they open at 7 o'clock in the morning. But if you want a romantic evening uh, on Friday and Saturday, they are open till 9, 10. That's 9.10, not 9 o'clock, 9.10 p.m. All right, so give them a look. Russell's Marina Grill at 855 Pontchartrain Boulevard. 
Okay, on our next segment, uh, we are going to be interviewing Daniel Underwood. Uh, he's the head coach of St. Thomas More. Uh, this school is having one of those runs, okay? And uh, uh, and it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. So uh, I want to let y'all know later on we're going to be just uh, talking to Ryan Lazaro, the head coach at North Shore High for the girls, Jose Ferran, the head coach for Ben Franklin, and now they're returning to the state championship. And then uh, Taraj Bodhi, for the head coach for the boys at Newman High School. Uh, look forward to uh, to talking to all of them. And, of course, uh, we love hearing your feedback at uh, MNFUTBOL on, on Twitter and on Facebook. And I want to thank the 2,000 people who listened to our Vanderbilt um, Loyola Prep uh, Boys Division Three semifinal and also our uh, – the, the hundreds of people who watched our university uh, versus Lusher simulcast, uh, uh, okay? And uh, uh, really appreciate that. And if you, we're going to be doing um, pregame, halftime, and postgame analyses. If you want your business mentioned, like we just did with Russell's Marina Grill, uh, let us know, uh, and we'll be glad to get in touch with you and, and get your get your business uh, as a sponsor on the forefront of all these people who are going to be keeping up with the games uh, who can't uh, get there to Hammond in person. Okay, so let's take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Coach Underwood on Monday Night Football. We'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're with Daniel Underwood. And, Coach, uh, congratulations on another great year. I appreciate that. Thank you. Y'all had a pretty good run. Uh, tell me about the uh, the last game you just had. It, it, it was uh, really close and really cold, right? Um. It, well, we started at 530, so when the first half was, was all right. It was the second half. As soon as that sun went down, it, it did get chilly pretty fast. Um, but, yeah, Vanderbilt. You know that's a that's a championship program over there. I think has it been about five years in a row that they've been yep. to a finals. Um, I know they've won two um, during that stretch. So I think it lived up to you know two championship caliber programs just meeting in a in a state semifinal. Um, you know it was fast paced. It was exciting. Um, I think there was you know there's some ebbs and flows to the game, but I was really uh, proud of our girls for kind of uh, just coming out prepared, especially, um, you know, I felt like we hadn't really been tested in a couple of weeks. Uh, so to to see that, you know, during that time, obviously they were, they were uh, keeping up their speed of play and just really tuned in to, to the instructions that we were giving them at training and practice. Uh, so it was fun. It was exciting. That's for sure. One oh. When did y'all score the goal? Uh, we scored 20 minutes into the first half. Okay. So you yeah, went, went to halftime at 1-0. So you... Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. And, uh, you know, that was one thing coming into the game. And, and really, we always talk about that is, is how important that first goal is. And I think it's only magnified in the playoffs. Um, yes. So for our, for our crew, that's always like a point of emphasis is, you know, we really want to really get that first goal. And then, you know, we were able to get it. And I think that really helped us control the game from that moment forward. We had, uh, you know, we had some opportunities to, to stretch that lead out. So the game was, you know, obviously tight to the end. But um, I think looking at the stat sheet after the game, I got all the reports today. It was like we really limited Vanderbilt offensively. At only like five shots and three, three on goal. 
So, uh, you know, sometimes the scoreboard uh, doesn't always tell you how, how no. well your team did. If that's, yeah. if that's anything, I think we had 12 shots and something like seven on goal. So. Yeah, stats just stats skew everything. You know, you know what you did when you were on that field. You know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know how you felt. It's, you know, it's soccer that that that's that score line is really the only only stat line that really matters at the end of the game. And you know, sometimes you'll dominate or possession, you'll dominate shots and goal, and you'll still you know end in a heartbreaker losing. So. Yeah, what, uh, I hear you. Yeah, I did the broadcast for Mount Carmel Central Lafouche, and that's exactly what happened. Central Lafouche only had the ball for maybe fifteen percent of the game. They win one right. nothing. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. they got got outshot five to one. Yeah, so. and sometimes that's the strategy: is give it to the other team and let them mess up. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you got Ben Franklin. They went to Neville, and that's hard to do to go to Neville and win, beat the two seed at their house, and. Ben Franklin's pedigree too, uh, and they've been on a. Uh, after dominating the state, they've been kind of like docile for the last few years, and they're hungry. <laughs> I'm gonna co- oh, yeah. I'm gonna interview Coach uh, Ferran a little bit later on. Uh, uh, how are y'all gonna prepare for them? Um, you know, it's really it's 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 not so much preparing for them. It's just making sure we're we're prepared. Um, and that's that's our mindset really almost every season and every every day, every game is we're just, we're focused on us trying to trying to make sure we're getting a little bit better each and every day, challenging ourselves, uh, you know, to, to be our best. So that's kind of where we're at is obviously, yes, Ben Franklin, not only do they go be travel Friday night to beat Neville, a two seed, they traveled, I think what, four days earlier uh, to Caddo, the three seed yes. and, and beat them. And both of those results were two zero results. Um, and then, like you said, uh, the stat is uh, our history shows us that you know obviously it's it's two powerhouse programs in Division Two meeting up. Uh, one of us has played in the state title game the last eight years, um, and yeah. So I mean, when I saw the brackets come out and you looked over on the other side, you know there was there was one team obviously that stood out and that was Ben Franklin. Uh, so to see to see this face up against them in the finals it, it's no surprise to us uh we've also we're kind of fortunate in that we have seen them the last three years uh i think we met them in the quarterfinals uh last year the semifinals maybe the year before uh last year we actually had to travel to ben franklin um and play at their place so it is a familiar opponent um so as far as preparation goes there's there's things that we know uh, they're going to be really good at, and we're, we're making sure as a coaching staff that we have our players, you know, ready and prepared for for some of those situations. But uh, you know, when you get to this point in the season, <laughs> you are who you are. Uh, yeah. So, really, today actually we did a, we did a little active recovery to make sure that you know the girls' legs are fresh and and just trying to renew our strength uh, going into Thursday's match. So, and look. Yeah. I mean, I'm from New Iberia, you know that. So Mardi Gras, I know y'all trying to bring the New Orleans Mardi Gras to Acadiana for, I don't understand that. I mean, I like the, I like both Mardi Gras, but uh, at least Mardi Gras for, for y'all on Lafayette is going to be as taxing as it is for all these teams from New Orleans, which Ben Franklin's, he's going to have a hard time keeping those girls off the streets tonight <laughs> and tomorrow. Yeah. Really, it's just tough. So you right. got you got that advantage for sure. 
Um, well, did you say that there is a like you said, Lafayette Martinsville is going it's everywhere now. Like, because you have all these municipalities like Cairn Crow, Youngsville, Milton. Uh, a lot of our girls were at Church Point, I think, yesterday. Uh, so yeah, there are a ton of festivities going on. Uh, however, that's that's one of the you know one of the greatest things about being uh, a coach of a, a group of girls like this is they are they understand what's on the line. You know, one of the things we talked about was uh, Mardi Gras comes around every year. However, this opportunity to compete for a state championship that's a, that's really once in a lifetime opportunity, and, and we're very blessed and fortunate. Uh, for some of our players to have, have had that opportunity, you know, three or four times now. So, so how are you uh, keeping them hungry? <laughs> well, we don't really look to the, you know, the, the past is in the past. We put it behind us. Uh, we, you know, it's a new year. It's a new team. I think, I think that's important. We don't put, you know, I see these teams, they put stars on their jerseys. Uh, you know, they, they do all these things to, you know, remember, I guess, past, past success, which is, which is good. But for us, it's, you know, a trophy, a title. That's, that's not what we want uh, to be at the top of our, our priority list, you know? So uh, we try and keep, you know, the top of our priority is, you know, our faith, our family. And then from there, it's just applying, you know, giving our best and, and really giving our best in all that we do, not just soccer, not just the field. So I think, you know, the fact that we're able to compete, uh, in all these championships, just you know, really keeping a priority straight. So that's so why I'm glad we have this show because I've never heard somebody say that. Like I, I was uh, for years, I didn't do the star thing, and when I came to Double Sal, it was such it was just decimated the program, and um, compared to what it used to be in the '90s. So I put the star. They, they won a couple of state championships before LHSAA, but I, mm-hmm. I put one star in there, sure, just to remind them that you know this school's been there before and we can get there again. But uh, I like what you said a lot better. I mean, you got, yeah, you got me well, meditating like said, on it's, it. You know, your past is something that you celebrate. You know, you definitely celebrate it, and it is tradition. You know, they need to know about it. But at the same time, uh, you know, I was guilty of this early on in my coaching career is if you make it all about one thing and then you don't achieve it, uh, it's really like decimating, you know, especially to a, a 16, 15 year old player who you've built up that this this, you know, this trophy or this this uh, result is what matters most. And, you know, I think. You know, you live and learn, and you, you understand as, as you get older that that's not the most important thing. And so we kind of just had like a little bit of a culture shift in our program where, you know, we wanted to make sure we put our priorities in, in line with the, you know, with where they should be. And so since we've done that, I think it, it really takes a lot of the pressure off of results. Yeah. <laughs> that makes, makes, that makes sense. a lot of so sense. Now, yeah. So now your players just go out there and they have the ability to, to play with, a, I guess, a sense of freedom that you know win lose or draw as long as as long as they do their best and give their best we're going to be proud of them the parents are going to be proud of them life will continue you know the next morning uh so you know ultimately it's about teaching these young women and young men you know life skills that because i mean how many of these players are really going to go on and be professionals and and soccer should be fun anyway so yeah, yeah, and and uh, I tell you, I'll never forget. You can tell me what your experience was. I would like to hear it. My first state championship, 
after it was all said and done, I went to the middle of the field to thank God. And I was just, I just amazed. I was taken aback about how plain it was. <laughs> like I thought like angels would be singing, you know, that we, I'd built it up so much. I look forward to winning it. And, you know, we beat our rival and, but it was just, uh, you know, what it wasn't the most important thing. And uh, that kind of floored me because I, I always said that, but to, uh, yes. to, to experience yes. it is different. Yes, sir. I think uh, for myself, you know, I've been in, been coaching now uh, uh, for 15 years. And I would say about, you know, 10 of those years at, at a fairly decent level, you know, as far as youth, youth soccer is concerned. And I can remember, club, you know, only like eight years where either it was a club or high school or we were making it to a state finals or semifinals and just it felt like I couldn't get over the hump. Whereas yeah. you make it to the finals and you lose. And like I said, eight seasons in a row with whatever, you know, club team I was coaching or high school team. And one day it's just, you know, like, like I said, just you live and you grow up and experience like starts to take over and you realize like, what, are, you know, what's important, you know, what am I teaching these, these kids ultimately, you know, that was kind of the, you know, looking in inward, you know, introspective, like examining myself and my motives. And so, uh, it, I would say it all came to a head whenever we made it to that, that finals run, uh, was it 2017, uh, and lost to Lakeshore and PKs. Oh and yeah. Just yeah. Run, I can just remember the whole season, like it was, you know, it was about uh, getting, winning that state championship, beating Lakeshore, beating Ben Franklin. I think uh, maybe Loyola Prep was in the in our division, or I don't know. The whole season, I mean, we were competing like extremely well, but I can just remember at the end of the season, I was like, I, as a coaching staff, you know, that's one of the things we always do is like we kind of look at ourselves like well, all right what can we do better and i can remember sitting it was like two days after that that loss sitting yeah. and and asking myself that question i was like the whole season was about was about lakeshore the whole season was about a trophy and at the other day like i could really care less about the trophy but I, I like the bond i formed with these players and the memories and the relationships and the lessons taught like those are the things that are going to go you know, they're going to continue 20, 30 years, uh, you know, down the road. You hope you just pour yourself into your players and, you know, kind of uh, give them something that they can hold on to to be successful later on in life. So, you know, you say, okay, that's what's important. And so <laughs> subsequently the next three years, like that's what we make, um, make our program about is uh, putting our priorities straight and, enjoying this this journey this competition this game you know we love it uh but there's far more important things in life than uh than a trophy you know what's going to be handed out thursday uh in my my opinion ben franklin's uh, a team full of champions you know we're a team full of champions two champions meeting on the field and at the end of the day one of us will uh will get a result and get a trophy but the experience and the memories that uh, these players are they they gain throughout the season. It, it means so much more than a trophy. So, well, coach, uh, uh, I've learned a lot just from listening <laughs> to you. And uh, and when you through, yeah. when you're through learning, then you're done with your career anyway. So, I hope yeah. you have a good a good uh, experience this week getting ready for it. And 
don't take it for granted either. Uh, some people never get to the state championship, so let it soak in a little bit. But then you can't, yep. you know, that you know, just like with with anything, you know, you could you could have it to a sinful extent, or it could be healthy or moderate, and like you could pray too much, you know, and uh, <laughs> and so enjoy, enjoy everything in moderation. Yeah, yeah. So enjoy everything, but don't look, don't get full, don't get fooled by it. Okay. <laughs> right. No, well, for sure. So, well, Coach, thanks yeah, for being I mean, on our we're, show. We're, we're looking forward to it. We know it's going to be a competitive match and uh we're just thankful and blessed for the opportunity so all right well thank you for being on the show and taking your time and being a supporter and uh and i'm gonna see you on thursday night god willing <laughs> okay <laughs> yes right. sir sounds good take all care right. take care all righty bye bye all right everybody that was coach daniel underwood he's the head coach of st thomas moore and uh and man, he's on one of those runs, you know. Every now and then, in Louisiana sports, you get these teams that just go on these runs and they just dominate, like St. Paul's is doing right now. Um, uh, it's really, really good uh, that uh, that he is that humble. And I'm going to tell you, he's got me uh, doing some reflecting even right now as we as I'm talking to this mi- into this microphone. That you know, I've, I've uh, I would really like to win another one in my life. It's been a while since I've been there. 2003 was my last final, and uh, but really I've had some some of my best seasons since then. Uh, not getting there, and and uh, uh, it puts things in perspective. So anyway, that's something to chew on. Maybe something to listen to again. You can always listen to our podcast. Now we're uh, on Player FM. We're considered one of the best soccer podcasts in the country. And if you go to their website, they have all of our podcasts like just sitting there in a row like they are on Anchor. So anyway, you can always listen to the shows as much as you like, okay, uh, whenever you like. All right, so that's it for this session. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to get back on, and we're going to talk to uh, Ryan Lazaro on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're now uh, greeted with our with uh, one of the best coaches in the state, I think, Ryan Lazaro, head girls coach at North Shore High School. Welcome, Coach. I oh, appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Well, okay, uh, let's t- – Really, we've been watching your your uh, we've been watching your um, season from afar. Uh, how about telling us intimately what kind of like what made this year so special? Y'all dominated all year long. Yeah, you know, look, it's really hard to pinpoint, uh, you know, a specific something right that made the season great. I, I think obviously the success of the season didn't start in October. I think it started years ago with these girls and, and what previous what the previous high school coaches have done, right? So if you look at the history of the program, right, one year they made it to the quarters, uh, then it was the semis, then it was the finals. So, I mean, you could see over the course of time, right, they progressively reached a level that they haven't reached in decades. So, look, it's a quality team. I would like to have think uh, that I was hopefully able to add that 1% or 2% uh, that they needed. To, to overcome uh, a hump or a hurdle in their in their progression to get to a championship game, but uh, it's very hard to pinpoint one thing. But there's just been so many good things that has happened to you know to this team, to the players, and the accomplishment that these girls have uh, been able to to do this year. It's been amazing. 
Okay, well, you guys beat Mandeville earlier this year, four to nothing in a district game uh, at their house. Uh, how are you getting the girls hungry? And, and obviously, I know you know this, but uh, you don't win the next game on the last game's effort, you know. So how are you getting the kids f f focused for a different type of game? It's it's funny you said that. I had a conversation with a player today about that question. And, you know, look, what we've done in the past, it doesn't mean anything in my opinion, you know. You know, everybody's like, oh, you know, you score so many goals or you've had this record or you know, you've already beaten them. It doesn't mean anything to me. You know, what matters is the next game. And, you know, for the girls, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult, right? It's going to be a little uncomfortable when I have to remind them that, listen, yeah, you've beaten them, but remember – what happened last time you won a championship game, right? We failed to seize a moment. We, you know, that, that feeling that you had at the pit of your stomach when that final whistle blew last year in the championship game, that's a feeling you don't ever want to have again for the rest of your life. So, again, making sure we leave nothing to chance, making sure our preparation is spot on, uh, both from a tactical standpoint, meaning, you know, preparing for Mandeville, but also making sure we do the little things right that have given us that success, whether it be in you know, when we're defending or in possession or what we do in transition, it's making sure we continue to follow those principles that from day one in October we implemented, right? Those non-negotiables that it doesn't matter what we do, we have, we are going to be held accountable for X, Y, Z. So, uh, you know, for me, it's forcing the girls to look back from last year, not just a month ago. Okay, well, to get to the finals, y'all had to beat Dominican and uh, beating them for nothing. Uh, on, on, I'm pretty sure the weather. What was the weather like? The weather was actually beautiful. Oh, okay, uh, unfortunately, okay. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Slidell uh, received a lot of rain the day prior, uh, and I, all credit to our booster parents. We had woof, maybe 15. Uh, parents out there with leaf blowers, uh, high power leaf blowers wow. for three hours. I mean, we, I mean, look, we don't want a wet field because we, we have a, a quality team that can move the ball well. So, you know, we were out there for three hours blowing, squeegeeing, making sure there was no standing water. And, you know, even Al Silva came and said, wow, the field is actually not bad uh, yeah. considering the amount of rain we received. So it was a little, it was a little chilly, but other than that, it was, it was good. Awesome. So, like, there's a, um, a good a championship soccer team has three prongs, and one of them is the parents' wing. When the parents are rowing with you, it's a pleasant thing, huh? Oh, look, I think that's the key to, to coaching youth soccer as well, right? I mean, yeah. everybody talks about chemistry within the team. The reality is you got to have chemistry within the parents. So, I, I mean, that's spot on, absolutely. Yep. Uh, well, I tell you what, uh, uh, looks like uh, you're you're scheduled to go on. You got to wait all the way to Friday, but uh, that's not a big problem. At least now, uh, you don't you don't really have the the uh, Mardi Gras problem. At least you don't have to play on Ash Wednesday. <laughs> you know that's not too bad. That's true. So what that's do you uh, uh, tell me now? Uh, what what players stand out for y'all? Like who's really had had something where uh, they're going to get a lot of recognition? Maybe play at the next level. Yeah. Um... I mean, you know, I was, I was on your show not too long ago, and, you know, unfortunately, I think it's the same man. I say unfortunately, meaning I just I can't pinpoint one person. I mean, okay. Everybody, okay. everybody's played an instrumental part of the success of this year, right, from our captains and seniors to junior, sophomores, freshmen. I mean, you just can't single out one person. However, 
you know, to give the recognition for players who are playing at the next level. Uh, I mean, you have, for example, our captains, Grace um, Murders, Jordan Grigsby. Jordan is going on to play at App State. Uh, SJ Mull, she is actually playing uh, at Yale next season. So that's, that's awesome. Uh, we have uh, Michaela Price will be playing at ULL, which she, that was always one of her first choices. Brooke Couture, actually, in the last two weeks at LSU, women's soccer program has expressed uh, severe interest and in to try to get her to come to LSU. So that's, that was a dream uh, move for her. So hopefully that gets sealed up here in the next week or two. Um, I mean, it, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's been a great season all around from, from everybody, even people that we didn't expect. Or, you know, we got a freshman with over 15 goals. I, I mean, people yeah. have stepped up across the board. And uh, it, it's been, look, it, I couldn't be prouder of the girls in the, in the booster program and the, the support. It, it's, <laughs> it's like no other program I've ever been a part of. Fantastic. Well, you have the mic. Anything you want to tell everybody in the state um, that you haven't said already? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's just, look, obviously, it's, you know, it, it's an honor to coach uh, high school soccer. And, just, again, proud to be part of the North Shore program. Well, Coach, we wish you all the best. And, uh, and I, I really do uh, look forward to this game. I think it's going to be a magnificent one um, because there's no doubt about it. Mandeville's going to come focused. And I don't know really much about the southeastern fields, you know. Uh, uh, do you? I was told it's turf. I've never been. Uh, okay. But everybody tells me it's turf. So uh, we've actually moved our training uh, to another high school that has turf. And I think Mandeville has as well. Um, in fact, we're actually sharing it at different times of the day. So, uh, I mean, uh, the preparation for both teams is, is very serious. And I know Mandeville and, and Sean Esker will, will do a, a good job of preparing, and, and we will as well. So, look, it's going to be a great it's going to be a great game. I think it's something to be said about high school soccer in our district. Uh, when you have teams like SSA and Mandeville ourselves. Fountain Blue. I mean, it's it's a, it's a tough district. <laughs> I think that's an understatement. <laughs> All right, coach. All right. <laughs> well, look, look again. I look forward to seeing you, and uh, um, I hope you have a happy Mardi Gras and a safe one. Okay. You too, sir. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Right, bye bye. All right. There's a very humble uh, Ryan Lazaro. He's been coaching for a while now, and. Uh, I remember when he was brand new, uh, and now he sounds like he's been coaching for 30, 40 years. I mean, all those all those answers were, um, you know, class. And uh, to tr- really try to keep your team balanced and focused and keep your priorities balanced and focused. We've had two really good interviews so far. Looking forward to our next one with Jose Ferran on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice of youth soccer. Uh, just remember that tonight's show is brought to you by Russell's Marina Grill. Uh, that's all on the lakefront. And uh, you have things from exquisite breakfasts that are served all day long uh, with uh, uh, like organic Greek yogurt parfait, if I'm pronouncing that right, Ka- a Cali omelet. Okay. Um, 
Uh, you got jumbo sh- barbecue shrimp and grits we talked about earlier, sweet potato pancakes, uh, and then uh, a shrimp omelet. <laughs> okay, and of course you got the basics: eggs and bacon and grits and and good old fashioned. Uh, uh, bacon, but why not have some andouille, okay, or some sage grits cakes, okay? So, and also uh, they have a they have a host of wonderful drinks uh, that they're famous for, especially Bill, Big Al's Bloody Mary, okay. And so, uh, give them a, give them a, a visit, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Russell's Marina Grill, that's on eight five 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 Pontchartrain Boulevard, right on the lakefront, uh, and tell them that uh, Alan Doretta sent you. All right, everybody, uh, we are with Coach Jose Ferran, uh, the head coach for the boys and girls at Ben Franklin High School. Welcome to the show, Coach. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Look, before we start talking about the girls, uh, I saw one of your boys on the parade route yesterday, and I just told them that what a season they had, and they should hold their heads up. I want to give you a chance to toot their horn a little bit. It was a great year for y'all. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought it was going to be a rebuilding year from last year, and um um, they really exceeded my expectations. You know, they started to believe in themselves, and um, we got to the semifinals, and we almost made it. We were, we were one goal away from from um, uh, from winning that game. <laughs> from a couple uh, in a couple um, of minutes, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That first half was. I mean, I think we controlled the game. We had opportunities, and but if you don't finish those opportunities, you you keep a team like Holy Cross in the game. You know, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this is kind of like a rebuilding year for them, and now they're going to the state finals. So, but anyway, right. uh, 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 we had an interview earlier that you know you don't measure the success of the team by how they finish, but but the way they finish, you know. And, oh yeah, definitely. And it looks yeah. like this was a special team. Oh yeah, it definitely, it definitely was. We had a lot of seniors, um, even though they didn't start, but they um, but there was a lot of senior camaraderie and leadership that really helped out the team. So. So it was it was a, it was an interesting year. It was a it was a fun year. Well, I was coach, really proud of the voice. Look, I've always looked up to you, and I, I thought you know I was kept saying, well, "Well, Jose did this. You know, I could do this. I could do this." So I took <laughs> the girls' team. Ain't never doing that again. How in the <laughs> world did you coach two teams to semifinal games? I mean, how did you do that? <laughs> it's just stressful, you know. I you know in the beginning when I first decided to do this, and when I when I asked. Ben Franklin, if I could do this, I didn't think I could. But I mean, this is going to be my seventh year, I think, coaching both teams. So it's become a routine. So it became easier. So as long as you have good assistant coaches, I think that makes a huge difference. Okay, and uh, if you say so. <laughs> but look, you had to go on the road to Cattle Magnet and then to Neville, and you two zero both of them. How do oh, yeah, how yeah. do those games go? Uh, I mean, the Cato game, I thought, was a good game. They were very aggressive. You know, they had that uh, a striker on number nine that real, was really good. We were able to hold them off. You know, having a keeper like Jan and Philco on the team, it makes a huge difference. She keeps us in games. And Ella Marsh, our striker, I mean, at first she started off as an attacking mid, and then we couldn't score against good teams. And then we started, we moved her on top, and now she's 36 goals this year. Holy and, cow. Yeah. So, I mean, that was almost mid-season when we decided to do that. And, you know, I mean, I give all credit for Cato. Cato was a good game team. You know, they could have gone either way in the beginning, but then we, at the end we started controlling it. Um, the Neville game was the same way. Uh, I thought Cato was a little bit better than Neville. But, um, you know, playing in an atmosphere like Neville, it's not easy. You know, they had the band playing the whole time. It was really interesting. It made it fun, though. And then, um, well, we, I mean, first half, 
in the Neville game, we stayed a, a goal off the line for us. And it could have easily been one nothing Neville at halftime. And then the second half, uh, we started controlling the game and started keeping the ball. And we, uh, uh, once we got that first goal, and, and then the second goal was a PK. So oh, wow. it, was, it was, yeah, it was a interesting two two trips up to North Louisiana in four days. <laughs> yeah, but in, yeah, in four days. So what did yeah. you do to prepare for that? Like, uh, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm, I'm really big about recovery. You know, we, you know, we took it a little bit easy between the games and and um and had them trying to get them mentally ready for that Neville game and get into this point because these are the girls that never experienced this yet because the last time we were in the final these were eighth graders seniors oh boy so they've never experienced so i'm kind of happy that they got to this point and then you know it's going to be a tough match against st thomas more um you know you know but, but getting to this point is a great experience that's what the girls we have a lot of coaches listening to this, so uh, you don't have to answer this question. But from a coaching point of view, did you bring them in on the 18th and 19th and 20th between Cattle Magnet and Ben Franklin? Did you give them a day off? Uh, between those? Yeah, I yeah. gave them a day off. And I always give them a day off after a game. Okay, okay, that's good. And that, so you do that for every game? Every game. Every game, I give them a day off. Okay, that's how you do it. Yeah. Okay, well, I've learned something. I've been learning all show, man, talking to championship coaches. Okay, you right. got to play St. Thomas more. I just had him on the air, and uh, and they're on that run that y'all used to be on. Uh, right, definitely. So you're going to know, you know what, what he's going through, you know what they're going through, and and your girls are brand new in this. And I, I got to believe that your team is really, really hungry and they're tired of looking at all those state championship trophies in the hallway. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, they want to start a new legacy, you know. And like I said about the boys, I mean, I mean, I, in the beginning of the year, like, I thought the girl, I mean, this was from the girls' side. I was like, there was no way. I mean, we, we had to replace six starters. Yeah. And so, so it's a young team. You only have two seniors uh, starters this year. And, and, you know, they really exceeded my expectations. I was not expecting them. And sometimes you can get lucky being on the right side of the bracket. But, uh-huh. but, um, but, um, but just getting to this point, I'm, just, I'm so really proud of these girls. And I'm so happy for the families and to get to experience this. Because I told them, I was like, you're going to remember this for the rest of their lives. I mean, there's kids that have tried this for four years and never get a chance to make it. And you guys are now in the state championship. So hopefully, they, you know, they go out there and work hard. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, uh, the bracket was really strange. Uh, yeah, <laughs> looking at Bell Chase. I mean, not uh, having to go play at Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt right. and uh, Lakeshore, uh, right. all on the same side. And then, uh, of course, St. Thomas More. But uh, but that, too. <laughs> yeah, and Turlings and Turlings. Right. So, but you guys here, I mean, you could have lost focus. I mean, it was a good coaching oh, job yeah. to get the kids to, to to you know stay. Fo- and now you haven't let them. Yeah haven't had a goal scored yet so you right. moved one of your best defenders to the top and right. so how did you get keep your defense that strong um i'm mean, just like i said before yana keeps us in games okay so she's such a great keeper i mean if i didn't have a boys team i think she would have started for the boys that's how good she is how many of these girls are going to go play at the next level uh for my team yana yeah, is going your to team, play yeah. for urban uh, college okay. i think it's called yeah, Oberlin. You know, yeah, Oberlin. Yeah, and um, that I mean that's the only one. that's I mean the other one's just going to go to college, just just regular college, not going to play. Oh, not playing really? No, no. Okay, okay. I understand. So, I can the majority understand of the that. team is juniors and sophomores. So, 
Oh, wow. So you get them again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just okay. two seniors. <laughs> well, you never know. It's, it's very difficult to get to this point again. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and some people never get there. I was saying that earlier, exactly. you know, and, and some really good coaches never get there, you know, yeah. and, and so oh, yeah, but, uh, don't take it for granted, but the same token, no, no, you no. know, looks like y'all had a, a, a magical season this year. What was your oh, yeah. hardest game besides the playoff games? Um, probably Lakeshore. I mean, Lakeshore beat us in district three zero. Okay. So they put it to us. And then we had, um, we're in the Lafayette tournament and we had to play Lafayette. We tied them. Then we played St. Joe's, lost them 2 0. And then we played Loyola, who's also in the final. We lost them 1 0. And we had some chances to tie that game. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Lakeshore only uh, lost to Vanderbilt 3 2. So, yeah, yeah, that must have been a heck of a game. That and must have been, yeah. But now you got something to uh, benchmark for these girls to aim for with Ben Franklin. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. And you don't oh, have definitely. to travel to the Shreveport. So that's good, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are yeah, you I was okay exhausted. about Oh, yeah, I bet oh, yeah. you were. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, we had the game in Monroe, and then the next morning was the Holy Cross game. Oh. So that, yeah, that night, Saturday night, that was mentally drained. But, Did, I mean, yeah. I was about to say, did you just pass out after the Holy Cross oh, came oh, yeah, over? Exactly. That's what I did. <laughs> Are you okay with uh, the state championship being in Hammond on turf? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. I, li I like turf, honestly. Okay. Especially with the weather. You don't have to worry too much about the weather and the field conditions. Yeah, that's the problem in Louisiana, the weather. I, yeah. I've, I've grown to start to like it, but I still, it, it plays faster, you know? And, right, it does. And, uh, it does. But so we had them. We had to had we had to find practices here for on turf just to get used to it. Was well, that going to favor? Is that going to favor St. Thomas more because they play on turf? I think so. I mean, I mean, they're a good team no matter what, even if it was grass. So, uh, but um, as far as uh, we just get this week of practice in turf, I think can help us. I mean, the last two games against Cato and Neville, they were in turf. So okay. All right. Well, you got the mic. Anything you want to say to the state while while you're on? Um, no, I think it's been an exciting year. You know, been a lot of ups and downs for both good teams and some weaker teams that weren't expected to be in there. But um, I think it's going to be an exciting week of state championships. Look forward to seeing you, Coach. And uh, uh, thank I you. wish you all the best, okay? All right, thank you, sir. Take all right, care. have a good day. You too. You Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, and that was Coach Jose Ferran, and uh, uh, what a what a wonderful coach he is, wonderful man, and uh, uh, I've grown to really appreciate him as time is going on. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to Taraj Pody, uh, head coach at Newman, on Monday Night Football. We'll see you after the break. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, everybody. We're with uh, Newman's head coach for the boys, Taraj Baudi. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Baudi. 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 Yeah. yeah, you went to school with my wife, and uh, and I, I still sure can't did. get your name right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show, Coach. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, so uh, y'all have had a, uh, a heck of a season this year. Of course, uh, you had one last year, and I know that uh, there must have been a, um, a hunger in your belly all year long that fueled y'all after last the way last year ended. Is that is that that how it went this year or did you just yeah. totally focus on 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 this year only no i gotta tell you uh after the game last year which was exactly a year and two days ago um <laughs> <laughs> needless to say we remember that game and uh it's been it's been it's been our goal to make that right so uh the kids been very focused and uh we um 
we won on Saturday, and uh, we're very excited about making it to the finals and hopefully uh, uh, get a W on Saturday and uh, win the state title. Well, look, um, going to play at Catholic New Iberia, uh, that must have been hard. How did that game go? It was uh, it was a very physical game. It was uh, uh, as expected. Uh, they're a very, very good squad. Uh, and uh, we just executed a little bit better than they did. Uh, it was a very close game, and uh, we we just took 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 our opportunities and uh, score when uh, we had to. And uh, you know, in playoffs, it's like score, win, and get out. So uh, it doesn't have to be pretty; it just has to be a W. So we were fortunate to get that and uh, move on. And so almost all the other coaches I have on the show tonight, they, they were saying the same thing. It's like, man, once you get that first goal, you know, yeah. uh, it just, it, the pressure just doubles on the you other know, team. And, and, and most of uh, the, the kids were um, reading stuff about, you know, oh, we can't score, we can't play away from home. So uh, they were playing a little bit of mind game on them. But, uh, you know, we were able to score the first goal. And, uh, and you know, playing away it's a little bit uh easier than playing at home because there's less pressure and uh, uh most of the pressure is on the home team so they were much more relaxed than uh, they normally are so uh, i like the way. fact that you know where they are three hours before the game starts you yeah. know <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> i always love i like playing on the road more than playing yeah. at home uh, there's no doubt yeah we, we we had them all day long from 8 a.m until uh game time so there was no chance of going to the parade uh yeah none of those distractions so so it was uh, three to two so who scored first uh we scored first they tied it up uh in the second half, then we scored the second and third goal. Uh, the third goal was a penalty, which was towards the tail end of the game. Uh, actually, I would think, I think it was in uh, um, uh, extra time. I mean, it was well past uh, the 80th minute. So um, we scored the third goal, and it was 3-1, but they scored the second to make it 3-2. But in there was not much time, time. too? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a Champions League match. All right. You yeah. score all the goals at the end. Yeah. Okay, but that's a little different. Three one to three two. It'd have been a little, a lot, uh, it would have been really weird if it was two two when you got that PK. Right. 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 <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of booze anyway when when they y'all got awarded with it, huh? Well, it was a pretty clean, uh, uh, clear uh, uh, penalty, so nobody argues. <laughs> okay, got you. Yeah. Well, now you have to play Episcopal, and they've beaten you already this year. Uh, how are you going to go into that? Well, you know, uh, and as, uh, as we were talking uh, to the kids today, it's like, you know, we, we played them, I think it was either late November or early December, and uh, uh, we didn't even have our entire team. Um, we had players who were playing football, running cross country. So we didn't have our full squad. So we are a totally different team than we were when we played them. Um, not saying that they're not a good team. They're a fantastic team and their uh, schedule has been great and they had some great results. Uh, we just hope that, uh, you know, on Saturday it will be a different result, obviously. Right. Um, but I think uh, we are peaking at the right time. Uh, we're playing really well at this moment. Uh, in fact, um, the day before uh, K 
Catholic New Iberia game, he, we only practiced for like 10 or 15 minutes. I mean, they looked so good. We were like, well, let's let's not get anybody injured. Let's just go home and rest and get ready for the game. So wow. they're playing really well right now. <laughs> okay. So and your schedule was incre- crazy hard. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. so I take it you didn't play the uh, power ranking game. You just went in there to, to play the best schedule. Or how how did you go into scheduling these games? You had Brother Martin. Coach, to be totally honest with you, I don't know how to play that game. Uh, uh, neither uh, do uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping you can give me a tip. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know how that's done. I mean, so obviously some coaches are very familiar and they, they, they can do it. I have no idea. The only thing that I'm, the only thing that I've known for years and years and years, and I learned this from uh, uh, Sean Moser when we coached at Sacred Heart. He was like, you know, let's let's play everyone. Let's get ready for the playoffs. It really doesn't matter in a regular season whether you rank number six seven eight or one or two the only thing that's good about that is you get a home field advantage but other than that you want to be ready for the playoffs i mean right now we're going into the playoffs we went into the playoffs knowing that nobody's going to surprise us we played jesuit we played brother morning we played dutchtown we played all these teams that are just quality teams so there is no team that's going to surprise us i mean we can play them for like five or ten minutes and figure out Okay, this is what we need to do. So we're prepared for any kind of long ball possession, you name it. We're ready for it. So, and that's mostly because of our schedule. So I've noticed you didn't play in any tournaments this year? No, my team is not built to play two or three games a weekend. Um, yeah. We're just not that deep. So I can't afford to have any injuries. So. I'm not going to put these kids through it. I mean, we're not Brother Martin or Jesuit who has like been a uh, number of players that they can play. Uh, we have, we are, we're about 22 players and I can't afford to have any injuries. I got so you. Three games or four games a weekend. It's just, uh, well, we just cannot handle that. But you got you got your 19 games in, and uh, uh, so a lot of people believe in tournaments. I, I go back and forth with tournaments. You know, sometimes, you know, they make the team that I have. But that was when I was in a Division One, and now I'm in Division Three. And I think tournaments. I played too many tournaments this year, and uh, and and when you start slipping with an injury, you can lose two games in one day, and that killed us. That happened. Yeah, that 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 will do. I mean, and 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 you know, some of these games are 30 minutes or. Uh, 35 minutes and uh and they doesn't give you yeah <laughs> and it counts so you know i tried to stay away from it i mean if if i had a deep bench i will definitely play him but unfortunately i don't i don't have that luxury we only have 150 boys in our school and they all play different sports so um unfortunately the uh, jesuit had 150 kids trying out for their varsity so <laughs> <you know>. right <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right. Well, look, you have the mic. Uh, um, do you have anything to say to all the coaches in the state and, or, or um, anything you I'm want? Look, no, I'm looking forward to seeing all those guys next week. And uh, uh, I hope uh, all the championship games are great. And I'm sure they will be. So uh, let the best teams win. So. Okay, I got one more question. You got to play Christ Episcopal, and uh, and that's a, a coach who's on a run right now. Uh, how do you like your chances? Uh, playing against uh, Episcopal? No, no, excuse me. 
I had the wrong team. I'm sorry, Episcopal. Okay, yeah. I'm going to cut that one out of the, out of the interview. Well, yeah, we all. I, got, I was looking at the wrong thing. I'm multitasking. Okay, and well, that's why that's why it kind of like jumped out at me, and because uh, I saw Christ Episcopal, and it's not Christ Episcopal. It's uh, it's Episcopal. All right. Yeah. I haven't seen Episcopal at all. You have, so you know what you're going into. You know. Uh, uh, to, but did they have their full roster too? Yeah, they do. Um, uh, uh, they're a very solid team. They're a very good team. I mean, uh, you look at their schedule and the results, you know, uh, and throughout the year, you know, you may have one or two games that you are fortunate to beat a team, but based on their schedule, they're a solid team. They beat some very good teams. So, you know, we have our work cut out for us. Um, uh, we can't take anyone lightly. And, 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 of course, as a coach or as a competitor, you know, you're going to say that, you know, well, you know, we're going to win, you know. Of course. But yeah. we got to play the game. Right. So, and hopefully things will work out for us. I'm just hoping for a great game. Uh, if it's anything like last year's game, it would be a great game. So. Great. Well, Coach, I wish you all the best, and uh, you've been there a lot, so uh, I know you're going to bring it to the game, and uh, I'm looking forward to that game on Friday the 28th. God bless you. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Right, okay, and that was Coach That was Coach Taraj, uh, and um, it, he's I – don't, I, I didn't want to uh, count how many state championships he's won between being an assistant and being a head coach, and uh, – uh, now he's he was with Sacred Heart for the longest time, and now he's, uh, of course, at Newman, and uh, and so it's going to be an exciting weekend. You know this this whole I'm gonna look at my wife's not looking forward to me being in Hammond for four days, but I look at this as a four day weekend, you know, because we don't have school either, so it's going to be great. All right, on the twenty on Wednesday we got University of Loyola Prep, then Vanderbilt and University, so it's going to be University Day on the twenty sixth. On the 27th, we're going to play Ben Franklin versus St. Thomas More and Holy Cross versus St. Thomas More. So it's the St. Thomas More show on Thursday. And then on the 28th, you got, you know, the Newman Episcopal game and then the Mandeville North Shore game. And I don't know where the All-Star game is fitted into that. I'm pretty sure uh, it might be before uh, the uh, D4 game. I'm, I don't know. I have to check the LHSA website or talk to uh, Chad and those guys. But then on the 29th, um, um, yeah, the 29th, you have um, uh, Newman versus Episcopal and, uh, and St. Paul's versus uh, St. Paul's versus Catholic High Baton Rouge. I tried to get St. Paul's on the line. I tried to get Mandeville on the line, but I, I was unable to do so. And, uh, you know, I got that I got that wrong. Now I know where, where, where I made a mistake earlier. It's Christ Episcopal playing Newman. Okay, uh, that's the Division Four girls game. So I was looking at that when I was talking to Coach uh, Taraj. So uh, anyhow, uh, man, so you got Newman playing in two state championships in two days. Uh, you got you got St. Thomas More. You got University. And look, it's pretty much balanced. University's public. Um, of course, you have your uh, private schools, but Mandeville and North Shore are public. Okay, Ben Franklin's public. So, uh, man, I am so, so glad that we are not split like the football teams are. Um, uh, let's keep it that way, huh? Anyway, want to thank Russell's Marina Grill uh, for sponsoring us one last time. Uh, it's a big, big deal that they sponsor us. And, uh, and if you would like to sponsor our show, get in touch with me. Uh, you can get in touch with me on, on, on the messengers on uh, Monday Night Football. 
our, our Facebook page or instant message me on Twitter at MNFUTBOL or just call me at 504-577-3131. And again, tr- go try out Russell's Marina Grill. They'll be worth your trip. And uh, anyway, they have a great website if you go to it. And they're at 855 Punch Chain Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. May God bless you and your family and carpe diem in Christ. And hopefully we'll see you on the fields this weekend. Uh, we'll have our updates if you want to sponsor them, get in touch with me. But we'll have our updates and before the game, halftime, and after the game on Monday Night Football, your voice for you soccer. This is Coach Allen Director wishing you a great, a great day.